0: What's up basement dwellers, I am on the set of Tome. Listen, um, I know for a fact that um, mental health is important to you. You wouldn't even be a basement dweller if it wasn't. There's a lot of stuff that we talk about on the basement that is cool, uh, but I want you to be able to focus in, push all the distractions aside, and just be able to focus in on what it is to have peace of mind. So with that in mind, uh, this course is for you. As you go through this process, you are going to come out on the other side freer than you've ever been in your life. So I need you to get a hundred bucks. I just need you to get it. I don't care if you got to stop drinking coffee. I don't care if you have to like, you know, turn off a peacock for a month along with Disney plus, um, invest in yourself. Don't just invest in other people's company, invest in you and investing in you you're going to be the freest version of you've ever seen in your life. I need you to go to the peaceofmindcourse.com. We're about to roll, about to jump into another episode. But before we do that, thank you for investing in yourself and getting peace of mind. Let's go. Welcome to the basement, yo, it's safer down here Cause that hundredth flow will leave you on the pavement And most of y'all like, wait a minute The stuff that I be thinking is the stuff that Timmy out here boldly saying Bow your heads, close your eyes, say a prayer God got purpose for your life, stay prepared We went viral and we didn't know who cared Shout out to all of y'all that clicked, subscribed, and shared Hey, we are on our way Deathbed confessions, this is all I'll say Like my last $10, this is all I'll pay The basement's all-inclusive, this an all I'll stay Believers, church, hurt, atheists, agnostics Deconstructionists and whatever your other optics Press B and let's see what can be When we ask the Holy Spirit to come between you and me Welcome to the basement, ladies and gentlemen I am your host Why do I always do this with my hands and go up like this? I think it's kind of cute I don't know (laughs) I I, I don't know why I do that Welcome to the go (laughs) go. If you ever want to see the greatest goal call, I think it is from Argentina in the uh, the world. I am i don't want to get it wrong. The World it Cup? The World Cup FIFA? for soccer? Yeah. Argentina won, and the guy who was calling the game says goal, but he starts crying. Really? In the middle oh. of calling the goal because... Oh and he starts hugging the, the his 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 uh co-host it was one of the sweetest things I've ever seen in my life so anyway uh welcome to the basement i love you guys so much solo pod off the top we solo dolo today and um uh, I love all of my basement dwellers uh thank you guys for your support it has been wow it, it it's indescribable. um uh the love that I get that we get when we're out and about Um, you know, the way you support financially, the way you view, the way you listen, however you consume this content. um, I appreciate you like very, very much. And we could not be here without you. So shout out to uh, my press B, shout out to my dwellers, shout out to my promoters, shout out to my iTunes listeners, my Spotify listeners, (sighs) shout out to my TikTok people my instagram people our facebook people we we got a we got a facebook page that's just dedicated to uh, our content upset the book we couldn't get away from upset the gram upset the talk upset the book uh and so uh however you choose to uh hey no shout out to the people that watch the clips the clips uh channel has popped off we got over sixty thousand subscribers on that channel and that is just dope and um yeah it's all good it's all good so uh we flying solo dolo today i got my bible here you know what i'm saying we might get into the book we might just get into some stuff that's in culture uh we might get into some stuff that's just uh you know on the radar right now you know here i do want to you know let me start off with this because uh, I'm a, I am have a very unique assignment this year that uh, unlike any other assignment I've had in, in my 27 years of being a follower of Jesus. And that is I felt very strongly um, that the Holy Spirit said that for uh, 2023, the only thing he wanted me to do was to read the book of Proverbs the whole year, the only book. Now, when I preach, I have the full Bible to preach from as he inspires me. But in my personal devotion time, the only book I'm reading is the book of Proverbs. Um, I have done throughout my years uh, those one proverb a day challenges. Uh, I was so excited stepping into 2023, though, because I just thought to myself, (laughs) if I'm only reading the book of Proverbs Mm -hmm. for the entire year, how am i gonna change as a result of that it's one thing to i've read through the bible for through the year i've read through when you just pick one book and that's the only thing you read for the entire year so i wanted to i wanted to show you all this is my this is my trusty new living translation study bible okay so this is I do all my devotion from here. I do all my preaching from here. Yes, I carry a four and a half pound Bible. I don't switch up to like a little slim line. That would be like, you know, walking around with a 45, you know, all the time. But then when you go out, you use a 22. What? No, not happening. So um, uh, I got this Bible, man, in 2008, and it's my baby. Like, if I lose this, I will cry. I will cry some tears. So obviously I've been through it a ton and, uh, it's nice and worn and it's tatted and it's all, and it's all dope. The end of the, in the study Bible at the end of the book of Proverbs, after, uh, the end of Proverbs 31, as you can see in my Bible, that's all tatted in pink, uh, because I think that's Juliet. I literally think the description of, uh, uh, proverbs 31 woman is juliet like she checks i can literally go every verse and go she does that and she does that and she does that and she does that so i actually you probably can't see that but especially since i tatted it and then put the marker over it but right there actually wrote juliet ross because i literally think she is the epitome of proverbs 31 so um at the end of it, the very next page, whoever put this nice little study Bible together breaks down all the themes in Proverbs, all of them. Uh, and in alphabetical order, I'm going to just run through these quickly anger, temper, arguing, quarrels, bad company, associations, bribes, cheating, children, correction and confrontation counsel and advice, envy, faithfulness, fear of the Lord, flattery, fools and foolishness, friendship, generosity, giving, good judgment, goodness, gossip, greed, happiness, harmony, peace, haste, hating, honesty, integrity, humility, justice, kindness, knowledge, laziness, loans, debt, I hate the word debt because that B is silent and it's just stupid. English is American. English is just dumb. Love lying, marriage, mercy, mocking, scorn, money, obedience, parents, poverty, pride, revenge, righteousness, self-control, sexuality, speaking, stealing, strength, temptation, trust in the Lord. Understanding, wealth, prosperity, wickedness, wisdom, and working. Something that, oh. I got to get that back in there. So this is a, a obituary of one of my dead homies. Oh, just lost this dude last year. He just fell out of there. That's big D right there. And usually, man, when I lose somebody super close to me, their obituary stays in my Bible for a long time. So I love you, D love you bro um uh so just think about all the things because sometimes you just read in Proverbs; it's just a collection of wisdom and you don't break down all the stuff that it covers bro it covers a bunch and then it and and so at the top i literally wrote let's talk about it the basement Hmm. because on this pod we talk about everything and I just need to, I need to let the listeners know that we talk about everything. Like, like this is the, the basement pot. Again, this is a lifestyle. This is a philosophy, a way that God gave me to live my life. And we talk about everything that pertains to divinity, humanity, theology, sociology, psychology, you know what I mean? Uh, all the ologies basically, right? and uh i just don't want people to think this is a bible study <laughs> the basement's not a bible study man like like go to the bible project go to like there's like some dope pods that will just you know this is not the devotional with Tim Ross and i'm just doing devotionals every day this ain't a devotional this is this is we talk about everything on here so and sometimes we may talk about stuff that you don't like. And if we talk about something that you don't like, you can literally just turn it off. Like you ain't got to. Every pod might not be for you. You may be a faithful dweller and be like, I'm skipping that pod. That, that one ain't for me. They talking about some stuff. I don't like where Tim's going. I don't like where he, he joking too much on this one. I know everybody's sensitivity is different, but don't, make, don't try to make me fit. The pigeonhole that you have for me, like that's not gonna happen. So yeah, I mean Proverbs talked about a ton of stuff. So we talk about a ton of stuff, and because this is unscripted, many times we don't know what we're gonna talk about until we get on. So I th- I guess I just wanted to lead with that. I don't even know.
1: I didn't even know I was gonna say that, but it's all good. I got a question. Mm. Uh, so the first one mentioned is anger. Yep, and so I have a, uh, unhealthy, uh, like response to anger mm. in the sense that I don't let myself feel anger. Mm. And so like I, if it, if it even like looks like anger, I don't want to be associated with it. Wow. And so, but, I, but the Lord has made every single emotion.
0: He did. He absolutely did. And he's
1: made a, like a purpose for every single emotion. Yeah. And one of the things that my friend, uh, in a conversation that I had with him brought up was... Um, anger is an explosion. Explosions are extremely uh, dangerous. They, they destroy, mm. but purposed explosions are very productive. Mm. You can get a lot done. Without a purposed explosion, we don't have a combustion engine. Mm. And so what are your thoughts on, like, what does healthy anger look like? How do I feel or how do I allow myself to associate now to anger in a good way
0: yeah absolutely i like what your friend said i would describe anger differently because anger is an emotion it's not an expression and anger is emotion that's information the way we express anger is completely different than anger (laughs) right scripture says be angry and sin not so there is a way to be angry and not let it go into wrath, right, or malice, or violence. You, you know what I mean. And so, um, anger is information. It lets you know something is wrong. I need to be. I need to defend myself. I need to protect myself. Uh, I've. I've. I'm justifiably. I've been justifiably wronged and it's uh something that needs to be corrected like and so um the the worst thing you could ever do is run from your anger or to suppress it because you are you are you are telling your body that you don't have permission to feel this emotion and if you don't let that emotion out, your body's going to react and act out in a different way because you won't let that emotion up right now the person that gets angry and breaks everything in the house right they've they have allowed their expression to override the information of the emotion and they won't sit long enough to go Why do I want to break everything? Or why did I break everything? Well, why are you angry? You are angry because they embarrassed you. You're angry because they lied to you. You're angry because they cheated on you. You're angry because somebody told a lie to get the promotion you were supposed to get. Let's think about the anger that we feel when George Floyd died. That anger compelled millions of people around the world to just march in the streets because there was a there was an egregious injustice that was done and people said, "You're gonna hear my voice. Now, when that anger is not checked, we burn everything down. We're gonna blow up the whole police station. I'm going to get my gun and I'm going to shoot back. Right? So anger is information. God gave us the, God gave us the the um the expression of it and it should inform us as to what to do next when we're when we're in our right mind. When we're not in our right mind, we black out. But the consequences of allowing your the expression that that was brought on by your anger to make you harm someone physically harm someone emotionally just because I'm angry with you doesn't mean I get to now do to you what you did to me oh you hurt my feelings I'm gonna hurt your family that's why your daddy left you when you was seven like you know what I'm saying like yeah dang homie you know so um no anger is very very important a lot of people don't like to fear Thank you, Holy Spirit. A lot of people don't like to feel the emotion because they fear the emotion. If I embrace this, I don't know what I'm going to do or how I'm going to do it. And that, therefore, let me numb myself, let me distract myself, because if I let myself go here, I may cry uncontrollably. I may shake uncontrollably. I may cuss. I may do a lot of stuff. Brene Brown said something. Uh, listened to her, uh, something she did when I was in Australia. And she said, because uh, she's like a sociologist, right? So she's spent hundreds of thousands of hours with humans. And she said, um, after all my years uh, being with humans, I- I've bowled down uh, to the point uh, to say that uh, humans do a lot of cussing. And they do a lot of praying. And she said. Uh, for herself. If you, if you want me to come somewhere. And you don't want me to cuss. And you don't want me to pray. Don't invite me. Yep. Yes. Right. But that's a person who is vulnerable enough. And has tapped into. What it means to be. Very very human. There's a lot of people that have a problem with me saying damn. And hell. And stuff on this podcast. And those are the only words I'm saying on this podcast. They would probably faint and picket and boycott and do all kind of other stuff if they heard other words. Um there's a lot to be said about that. There <laughs> there would be I know there'd be countless debates behind you know what is obscene language, what is vulgar language, what is uh what is proper or not proper for a Christian or whatever. I won't get into all that right now. What I will say is uh, I've been in ministry for, well, I've been alive for 47 and a half years. I've been in ministry for 27 years and I can tell you in all of those conversations that I've had with countless amounts of people, there's a lot of cussing that goes on. and There's a lot of praying that goes on. And if you can't hold space for people, um, while they're being their most vulnerable, While they're being their most transparent, while, while they're being their most, uh, when they're making their best attempt to be seen, Mm -hmm. if the, if our only response is to squint our eyes and go, did you hear what he just said? Dang, man, you're not gonna, you're not gonna win. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know how we would have treated David after some of the stuff he wrote that became Psalms, David. Could you write that? You want to see your enemy's teeth broken? You're. So, where's your? You're supposed to forgive. Like if this, if you can't have a vulnerable moment, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Psalm seventy-seven. Okay, let's just go. Psalm seventy-seven. Let me see. I think I'm right. I think it's seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. I think it's seventy-seven. Yoo hoo!
1: Psalms.
0: Let me see. Is it? Se- I don't think it's seventy-seven. I thought it was seventy-seven. It is seventy-seven. It is. Oh man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Psalm seventy-seven is one of them. Um, uh, verses one through 15, uh, I cry out to God. Yes. I shout, Oh, that God would listen to me. When I was in deep trouble, I searched for the Lord on all, all night long. I prayed with hands lifted toward heaven, but my soul was not comforted. Well, that's not, that's not going to make it to the Christian. That's not going to make it to the small group. What do you mean? The Lord always answers. He never sleeps or slumbers. This dude's having a vulnerable moment. All night long, I prayed with my hands lifted towards heaven. You know, you know how much your shoulder cap's going to be burning if your hands is lifted toward heaven all night? He said, my soul was not comforted. I prayed all night and my soul was not comforted. I think of God. You ain't ready for this. Ooh, Y'all ain't ready. I think of God and I moan, overwhelmed with longing for his help. You don't let me sleep. I am too distressed to even pray. Oh, no, brother. Don't you ever give up on prayer. No matter what happens, don't let the enemy come in and make you take your prayer life away. But you can this man just to be honest without you even saying something? Can you just hold? Can you just shut up for a moment? I think of the good old days long since ended (laughs) when my nights were filled with joyful songs. I searched my soul and pondered a difference. Now has the Lord rejected me forever? Will he never again be kind to me? Is his unfailing love gone forever? Have his promises permanently failed? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he slammed the door on his compassion? And I say, this is my fate. The most high has turned his hand against me. But then I recall all you have done, O Lord. I remember your wonderful deeds of long ago. They are constantly in my thoughts. I cannot stop thinking about your mighty works. O God, your ways are holy. Is there any God as mighty as you? You are the God of great wonders. You demonstrate your awesome power among the nations. By your strong arm, you redeemed your people, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. Asaph wrote that one. That's what you call holding tension. Two things can be true. I feel like you've abandoned me, and I know you've never abandoned me. Mm -hmm. But thank you for letting me vent Mm -hmm. without, like, because you're the sovereign God of the universe, closing my windpipe Mm -hmm. and letting me choke out for 40 seconds, like, don't you ever say, I'm God you're talking to. What do you mean you got you thought of me and you moaned? you're sick of me, you think my redemptive power has this is the way I felt right now, man mm-hmm. and I and I'm grateful I can tell you that, but hell I can't tell nobody else right. Right. you let me throw my tantrum yeah. if I try to talk to somebody else about that, they're looking at me like I thought you loved the Lord. There's another one. Oh yes, it was 73. Ooh, I knew it was close. Seventy-three. This one is going to blow your whole mind. Truly, God is good to Israel, to those whose hearts are pure. But as for me, I almost lost my footing. My feet were slipping and I was almost gone. You ready for the transparency and the vulnerability? For I was for I envied the proud when I saw them prosper despite their wickedness. They seem to live such painless lives. Their bodies are so healthy and strong. They don't have troubles like other people. They're not plagued with problems like everybody else. They wear pride like a jeweled necklace and clothe themselves with cruelty. These fat cats have everything their hearts could ever wish for. They scoff and speak only evil. In their pride, they seek to crush others. They boast against the very heavens, and their words strut throughout the earth. And so the people are dismayed and confused, drinking in all their words. What does God know, they ask? Does the Most High even know what's happening? Look at these wicked people enjoying a life of ease while their riches multiply. Did I keep my heart pure for nothing? I mean, I've been serving you, Lord, and they're doing better than me. That's what this dude is saying. Asaph is a real one. Did I keep my heart pure for nothing? Did I keep my Did, did I keep myself innocent for no reason? I get nothing but trouble all day long. Every morning brings me pain. This is a believer in God. This is a this is a Hebrew. <laughs> Verse fifteen. If I had really spoken this way to others, I would have been a traitor to your people. God, I can come to you like this. If I come to others, they're going to call me a traitor. So I tried to understand why the wicked prosper, but what a difficult task it is. Ready for the turn? Then I went into your sanctuary, O oh God. And I finally understood the destiny of the wicked, truly, you put them on a slippery path and send them sliding over the cliff to destruction. In an instant, they are destroyed, completely swept away by terrors. When you arise, O oh Lord, you will laugh at their silly ideas, as a person laughs at dreams in the morning. When I realized that my heart was bitter and I was all torn up inside, no, oh, I I read that wrong. Then I realized that my heart was bitter and I was all torn up inside. I was so foolish and ignorant. I must have seemed like a senseless animal to you yet. I still belong to you. Even when I'm throwing a tantrum, even when I doubt it, even when I, when I get off course, I let bitterness step in and I started to envy the wrong type of people. Yet I still belong to you. You hold my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, leading me to a glorious destiny. Whom have I in heaven but you? I desire you more than anything on earth. My health may fail and my spirit may grow weak, but God remains the strength of my, my heart. He is mine forever. Those who desert him will perish, for you destroy those who abandon you. But as for me, how good is it to be near God? I have made the sovereign Lord my shelter, and I will tell everyone about the wonderful things you do.
1: So it took me a long time to get to the point where I realized that I have to show up to, like, God authentically. Yeah, you better. And, like, <laughs> I grew up in the church, and uh, I always felt like, oh, you have this certain way to pray. Yep. You have yeah. to ma- You have to hit these marks and stuff like that. Yeah. And I remember one of the first times that I ever, like, had an angry prayer with God. Yeah and uh i mean you know me yeah <laughs> i i when i talk i got i got some colorful language i use uh, and hard. i got to the point in mm-hmm. my car where i was just like god and I talked to him authentically. Yep. I used my colorful language. Yep. And it was met with
0: this. So we have a heavily language and a colorful language?
1: <laughs> in, in my head, yes. <laughs> yes, we do. Oh, I love it. I love it. I got color crowns and I can choose <laughs> <laughs> which one's the color in my pictures. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, and, so, and like what I was met with was not an answer to what I was upset about. What I met with was this feeling of you showed up. Yes. Thank you for showing.
0: Yeah, man. Because this has been in you. Yeah,
1: man. And you haven't talked about it. Yeah, man. And now like now you're here. Yes. Now I can show up. Yeah, bro. And my circumstances didn't change. But I'll tell you what. I got peace.
0: That's exactly right. That's exactly right, bro. Dude. I mean, think about it. I just read you two. Those weren't even from David. You know what I mean? You, Psalm seventy-seven and Psalm seventy-three. You want a clinic on vulnerability? But I, but, but Psalm. I, I mean, obviously, I've been reading the Bible for twenty-seven years, so these things just volunteer in my head. Like, oh, you are talking about that? Oh, talk about me, talk about me. That's how, that's how it is in my head. They're like, I'm over here, I'm over here. Talk about me. Psalm seventy-three. I when I first started reading my Bible in my twenties, man, I read Psalm seventy-three. I was like, this is exactly how I be feeling. I'll, I'll never forget uh, when I first moved to Texas, I was working at TXU and um, I had to take the bus to get there and um, I'm at the bus stop and this, uh, this, this, this really nice car pulls up windows down uh, this is back in the day when everybody wanted their woofers rattling, right? Some people still do it, but I'm in my forties now. I need my I need to protect my, my ears. You know what I mean? I still like to bump, but I don't need like you know what I mean? I don't need a rattling. This dude pulled up to the red light. I'm at the bus stop. He had two fine girls in the car with him. And here I am, a believer in Jesus in my twenties. And I am pissed. I hate this fool. I am like, How lord? How am I at the bus stop and this fool is in a car with two fine girls? I only want one. <laughs> right. How am I waiting at the bus stop to go to work and this fool looks like he's about the same age as me and he got a car and two girls in the car? I'm like, why am I even serving you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm telling you what yeah. I know. Now, I know y'all singing Reckless Love, and uh, you're never going to let, never going to let me down. And I'm at the bus stop like, you've let me down. I'm at the bus stop. It's a different type of reckless love. <laughs> My reckless love needs a seat belt. I'm speeding down the highway of bitterness going 180. If I hit anything, I'm going to disintegrate, right? So so like, but if I'm not honest, who am I lying to if he knows my thoughts are far off? What the, 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 don't think that thought, Tim. This is where I am right now. I didn't tell you this is where I'm going to be, but this is where I am right now. Yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Not yea, do I pitch my tent there, but I am walking through. And sometimes when I'm walking through, I'm pissed. Good lord, man. Whew, I'm feeling that even. So so so, w- w- this is this is part of what the basement is for: is to give space for people, including myself. I'm not just a. I, I don't. I, I'm a host, and. I'm a dweller. Like, I'm both, and I'm not like well, you're supposed to be above that. You got the wrong. You talking to the wrong person. I I I got sexually abused when I was eight years old, and I became a liar and a hider for eleven years. Until at nineteen, my mom caught me watching porn, and when she caught me watching porn, I told her the real reason why I was looking at porn. Because I had been sexually abused, bruh. I made I made a vow that day. You'll never get me to hold a secret again as long as I live. Ever. Ever ever ever. I'll never hold a secret again. Ever. I will tell you what is on my mind and if it means the end of our relationship, I'm so sorry. But what I cannot do is lie to myself or others anymore. I lied too long. I was a liar for too long, fam. And so and, and so I felt that way with people but I also felt that way with God like if I'm if I'm in, the, in this relationship with God and if I'm reading about the people writing yeah. this Bible are talking to him plain yeah. and I'm supposed to talk to him in this sanitized version right right and y'all gonna penalize me on five or six words yeah. that right now exist as obscenities mm-hmm. none of these none of these words existed over 500 years ago right. go back 600 years F b. Damn hell, mm-hmm. a hoe, right? All the words that we say are words, like the the forbidden list. None of these. I think if they, I just think I'm going out on the limb. Yes, sir. I'm going out on the limb. I'm about to get stoned. I can feel. Well, there. I can feel the righteous picking up their stones. I think if them words existed, they might have been in Psalms. Right, I think David would have. I think David would have let some of that fly. <laughs> yes. In Psalms, and I don't think God would have been like, "Oh, <laughs> angels, start saying holy, holy, holy louder." David's words are, are 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 offending me. I need him to. I don't think that's what it is, man. I don't think that's what it is, and now now we 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 don't I don't walk around my house cussing. My boys are in this house, and they've heard me cuss before because I heard them cuss before. Yeah. Now where they at? <laughs> they anywhere? Okay, Noah's right there. Yeah, no Noah, Noah, you was using some language you shouldn't have used. Remember, and we caught you, and then I had to let you know I know them words too, right? That you didn't make them up. Yeah. It's all true. It's Thank all you, true. baby. Thank you for co-signing. I appreciate you. Yeah, they was listening to some music, some crazy stuff, and then they started saying some, you know, we heard them, and then they was texting some secret stuff, and they had some, they was, they was putting all kind of words in there. We was like, oh, you like them words. You like them words a lot. Is it okay if, we, if me and mommy start using them words on a regular basis? No. Can we start calling you out of your name? Do you want to start calling your mama a female dog? Like we started we, start, we just started, started having like real conversations and then we made it very very clear yes those words exist we choose not to use those words in our everyday vernacular but if you get in enough pain and that happens to come out your mouth i'm not throwing you away when i'm sitting down in front of a couple And they're trying to figure out how to make it work, and they're in intense pain, and some stuff flies out of their mouth. It's a safe space. I'm so sorry I said that. You ain't got to even apologize. I'm okay. He's okay. We're okay. We're okay. So I just feel like, um, again, vulnerability is our superpower. Mm -hmm. That's how we get down. Mm -hmm. And normalizing that for people that have grown up in intensely religious environments... That's hard for them to let go. There's a lot of people in the basement. Oh, I know I'm speaking prophetically now. Oh, this part is this pod, this part is built different. I can feel it. Um, um, there's a lot of people that are in the basement, they're going through what we call an ectasis. E C D Y S I S. It sounds like exodus. Mm-hmm. Ectasis, by definition, is the shedding of a snake skin. Ooh. And when you go through an ectasis, the skin that you were in gets flaky and so uncomfortable that you have to get out of it.
1: Yeah.
0: But getting out of a skin that you have lived in is hard work. It's hard work for a snake because a snake doesn't have arms and legs. It can't flick it off and peel it off. If my skin is peeling, I can just be like, oh. but when you're, you got to, for a snake to get out of an old skin, you got to get between a a rock and a hard place. Sometimes you got to get in an uncomfortable position to even get out of the skin that you've been in. And so Um, there's some people that have come down to the basement, you've come down to the basement and that religious, that, that, that religiousness is starting to peel off of you and it's uncomfortable. It might be even painful because everything you thought you knew is being challenged. Now there's some people that have convictions around, you know, I I, I know I have a, a mentee, uh, whom I love, uh, uh, if you chopped her foot off, an, explicit, an, an expletive wouldn't come out of her mouth. Yeah. That's not on the inside. It's nowhere in her. Yeah. It's not where she grew up. It's not, that's not in her. A high note might come out of her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 if I told you who it was, it would make that statement even funnier. <laughs> um, or as somebody from me from the inner city. Yeah, you shoot me in the foot. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, it, there's gonna be there's gonna be some praying and some cussing, some cussing and some praying, right? So I, I just feel like I just feel like we, we gotta we gotta we gotta create an environment where everybody can be safe. You ain't gotta agree with them, and that's the tension that most people can't hold. We it's gotta be either or. you most people have, you know, let's just say, let's just say, okay, somebody else had a podcast called The Attic, right? We got the basement. Somebody has the attic, right? And d- down here in the basement, we're going, we just want to create a safe space where it's okay for everybody to be. If I disagree with you, you can still be. If I agree with you, you can still be. Um, uh, what we're not going to do is uh, hate each other. We, we can, we can, I don't even want to say argue. We can have a spirited conversation yeah. um and at the end you may not move me one centimeter off my needle and I may not move you either but I still love you right and I'm glad we had the conversation and I can still accept you who, as yeah. who you are for what you are even if we disagree with each other right yeah. let's just say in the addict it's like you either in or you're out yeah. it's black or white yeah. you, you either got it or you don't and and yeah the bible is black and white and sometimes red uh, and the red is, is really, really important, <laughs> right? Um, so I, the black for black and white people, I don't even know how you make it through life because people live out their lives in shades of gray. Like nobody's ever all white or all black in what they do. Like you haven't been presented with, I, I used to, when I was a young adult pastor, because again, I have a super vivid imagination. I'm a storyteller. And so um, uh, I would hear, sometimes uh, people would come, uh, into counseling sessions and they'll tell me what they would never do. i never do this. I'll never do that. And I just start painting a scenario. Right? So so, so, uh, just give me something you say you never would do.
1: I would never kill a man. You would never kill a man.
0: All right. So uh, you are down in Palestine? Yes, sir. With your parents? Yes, sir. Hanging out? Yes, sir. You hear a thump at the door at three o'clock in the morning. And uh you didn't think nothing of it. You thought maybe your 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 mom or dad were were maybe up walking around, moving around. And then you hear a blood curdling scream mm. from your mother. Yeah. You pop up out of the bed and you see a man. Choking her on the couch. Yeah. To your right is a bat. Mm-hmm. How many swings do you take?
1: <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> like, there's no way he's getting back up. Yeah. Yeah. Scenarios.
0: Never say never. Yeah. Yeah. You were as resolute (laughs) with that statement as anybody could ever be, right? Yeah. I'd never kill a man until the scenario was presented. And, oh, you're
1: not going to walk up there and be like, hey, man. Yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about this.
0: (laughs) Get off my mom, bro. What are you doing? The blood of Jesus.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Satan, I rebuke you in this man. This violent spirit come out of him right now. Maybe that'll work. Yeah. Do you even have time to think about this? No. Your mama's being choked out by a deranged man. I'm about to go bury Bonds, fam. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. A wooden bat to a human skull. Doesn't take much force for it to crack in the brain, the hemorrhage. Yeah. Let's say you didn't mean to kill him. Right. The brain bleed might put him on life support and three we- three months later he dies. Let's just not say what we would never do. We hope we're never put in this situation. But let's just not say what we would Never, like never, ever do. So that's my.
1: Well, and with that prayer journey that I was on, uh, it was the start of getting to recognize who God is for me Mm -hmm. and not my parents' God. Mm -hmm. Not the God that I grew up under thinking like it's all these rules. Yes, sir. It's like, oh, you're real.
0: Yeah, yo, he is. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely, he is.
1: If I'm gonna be real, you're gonna be real. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's how this works. Yeah. That's the that was the start of our relationship, dude.
0: Bro, um, I, I saw something last week on social media. It was with um, um, you know, Penn and Teller, the magicians. I love them. Okay. So which is the taller one? That's Penn, Penn. Okay. So Penn was saying, uh, Penn said he does not respect people that don't proselytize their faith. Mm. This is like, he's an, he's an atheist, a bonafide atheist, okay? Straight up atheist. He said, I don't, I don't respect anybody that doesn't proselytize their faith. He said, if you truly believe that God is the only way, why wouldn't you try to convince me? Right. Why would you, if you truly believed that if, when I, when I die, I'm going to be eternally separated from the, the man, the, the spirit that created me. Why would you not be up in my face saying, damn it, pen! I don't care. I know yeah. you don't think there's a God. There is a God. Yeah. Jesus is real. This right. really happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so that type of conviction, you know what I mean? Yeah. You got to have that for yourself. Yes. You can't get that vicariously through your parents. Yeah. You can't get that through your pastor. If you don't have an experience for yourself, when the, when, when the storms of life come, you are going to be shipwrecked because you don't have an anchor for your own soul. Mm-hmm. See, I'm 27 years into this relationship with Jesus, and when I tell you, all oh, this could end today. Mm-hmm. This podcast could be over today. This freaking house can go away. I can lose everything what I can, and I'm going to say something about it. if i lose all of this i'm gonna have a talk with jesus it's gonna be a very very frank conversation it's gonna be very uncensored it's gonna be very dark because i'm gonna be in a very 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 bad place and after i finish that tantrum i'm gonna still go with him I told, uh, when I lost my brother, uh, so Miles is my younger brother, and he was killed in a car accident September 17th of 2004. When I lost Miles, I told told God I would never preach for him again. I surely did. I told him, I said, I'm never going to preach for you again. I can't believe you would do this to me. I wasn't even thinking about my parents. They lost their baby boy. It was all about me. I was in my feelings, right? This is what happens when you're in your feelings. You're thinking about you. Dude, I literally told God, I'm never gonna preach for you again. Don't ask me. I'm not doing it. I was in the darkest place, the deepest depression I had ever been in in, in uh in my life for four months. And I when I tell you I was so pissed with God, I called him all out of his name. I did. Ooh, and I meant it. I was so pissed. And then I and, and then I was um uh mad at my wife because her siblings were alive and she was trying to comfort me. And I was like, what are you going to say to me? All of your siblings are alive. Don't talk to me. The only people that can talk to me are people that have lost siblings like me. Mm. That's just bitterness. Yeah. That's anger. Yeah. What was the anger informing me? I am massively missing my brother. Yeah. I'm in a very grievous state. I'm not healthy right now. Mentally, I'm not healthy. Spiritually, I'm not healthy. Healthy, you know what? God never took away my ability to get revelation out of His Word. Mm. He never took took away my ability to communicate. I called Him all out His name, and He was right there. Never left. We don't think about God like that. We think about God like a stepdad. Yeah. Don't you say nothing to Him? That's Mama's husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's your that's your dad, but that's your stepdad. Like don't don't, don't go in here talking to him like that, bro, bro, cuz he might kick you out. You got to stay in good graces with him. <sighs> I'm not proud of where I was. I'm not proud of what I said. I'm just grateful he gave me the ability to say it. Cuz that's where my heart really was. If it didn't come out of my mouth, it was definitely in my mind. And he don't know what I'm thinking? Come on, man. Yeah.
2: Man, you you saying that was uh, liberating for me to hear, and I assume many dwellers, because there's just I feel like it's a taboo thing to talk about, being vulnerable with the Lord with truly how you feel. Yeah. Because you should just be happy. Yeah. You got it good. You are a believer. You should, just you should just be happy, be brother. Happy. Yeah, no. But,
0: no. Uh 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 life can hurt. Mm-hmm. What I'm grateful for is that I'm not in it alone. Mm-hmm. Yes. But that doesn't mean it still don't hurt. Right? Back to back to Psalm twenty three. Yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? Who the hell wants to walk through a valley of the shadow of death? A whole valley a whole valley, not a block. A valley? Of the sh- and it's called the Shadow of Death fam. I'd rather not be there, especially after the sun goes down. You know what I'm saying? Your thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Mm-hmm. Right? But man, while you're walking through, it can it can be a painful journey. And if we're not able to express that Honestly, man, we we do ourselves a disservice, a huge disservice. It's crazy. No, I don't. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to walk through life with other believers that are not honest about their own narrative. And that again, we're back to Jesus glitter, and they put Jesus glitter on everything, right? Like, no, the Lord's just still good. Uh, Yes, I have serious migraines, but God. No, honestly, you have serious. Migraines and God.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this uh, there's a scene in the show called Outer Range, and uh, it's the first thing I ever saw. The show was this clip, and my friend showed it to me. He was like, "This is my favorite prayer ever." Mm. And um, it's Josh Brolin. He's playing yeah. like, this rancher guy. Yeah, and they're setting the like lunch table, and it's just a slow zoom in on his face, and you can just tell like he's just bothered. And he just goes, can, can I pray? And, like, his whole family kind of, like, turns to him, like, we don't pray ever. Like, well, what's going on? He's like, I want to I wanna pray for the meal. And he starts this prayer, and he starts with, like, thanking God for his family and just saying, like, I, there's things in this world that I don't understand, and there's a big void between me and you. And I'm asking you to fill that void. Mm. I'm asking you to show up and explain yourself because there's Mm. a lot of things that I don't understand Mm. right now. Mm. And there's stuff that you have to come down here and you have to explain because I don't Mm. even know if you're effing real. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. just genuinely gets Mm -hmm. into this prayer and Mm -hmm. he ends it and he's just like, because if you don't, I'm just letting you know I hate you. Mm. I hate you Mm. right now. Amen. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like that's that kind of prayer a prayer that's what god shows up in <laughs> that moment when you're telling god fill this void Ooh. oh he's gonna fill it exactly exactly yeah bro that's
0: beautiful
2: oh oh that warmed my heart dude the what you said was was so beautiful about um your brother and the four months of depression yeah. and stating i'm never going to use the gift you gave me to glorify you again. i told him that to his and, to his face <laughs> but yeah. I, there was a the during a season when i had uh i had gotten married so i was on a really good high mm-hmm. after i had lost my baby mm-hmm. when i was 18. Mm-hmm. super sad mm-hmm. really low got married mm-hmm. emotional high mm-hmm. super awesome and then it all just started coming back because i never dealt with it mm-hmm. started mm-hmm. coming back after the high was going down mm-hmm. and I would go on these mile runs on the Katy trail at midnight by myself. Wow. And I was so angry with God. I didn't know how to talk about it. I was so confused. I was so confused. I convinced myself, God's not real. Mm -hmm. Like I'm literally, I guess I am an atheist. Yeah. 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 But what's funny, what I always knew though, is what you just said is he was, I always knew in my heart, he's with me. Yep. So that's one. And then the other thing is he always put people in my life. To remind me that he's with me. Absolutely correct. It's so good, bro. So, what <laughs> so is good. that would would you consider that like the reaction part of? I'm just gonna state that I believe I don't I don't believe in you anymore. That's that's reactive. Well,
0: well, well it is. Most most of the people that give up on God is because they never had a safe place to tell God outside of like talking to him one on one. They didn't have other people that they could just vent with that would just contain them and just go, dang, that's how you feel. Thank you for sharing that, right? Job's friends were his best friends the first seven days they were with him. Cause they didn't had nothing to say. It was on the eighth day that it was like, damn it. (laughs) Right? But they're talking about God. And Job's talking about God in the middle of his depression. I wish I was a stillborn in my mom's womb. hmm. Don't say that. The Lord had purposes and plans for you before the world was formed. He had you on his mind. Not today. Save that scripture. That's ain't even a scripture. Save that nice little fact for another day. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, the, that's what I'm talking about, is just having containment for people. And instead of immediately, <gasps> I don't even know if God is real anymore. Oh, snap, Hector. You stay right
2: there. <laughs> don't you, don't you move. Cozy up right there, brother. Just, I just hold tight. <laughs> I can't let you leave without reminding you. Let me bring up revelations.
0: You know what I'm saying? As opposed to. Heck, being able to say, man, I don't even know if God is real anymore. (sighs) Sounds like you're dealing with a lot. It sounds like your heart is heavy. You're only making a statement because of where you are right now. Where you are is not where you will always be. And when people make permanent decisions based on temporary situations, that's where they can mess their lives up. And so you got people that are atheists that used to love Jesus because they got church hurt. This is something that happened with you temporarily. You've made a permanent judgment on God as a result of it. There are people in same-sex marriages, uh, same-sex... Relationships. It could be marriage, but it j- just could be same sex. They were they were heterosexual, and then they just gave up. You know what? I, I dated like four or five men, and I I don't want to no more. So I just do. I now just you know I got me a girlfriend, and I, it's better. It's not better. It's the same. You can never work it out where it was different until so you just found comfort in the familiarity of the same. I know men that have been married to women for 20, 30 years, and now they live live with a dude. I just, I just feel like the Lord gave me a, my own secret, private revelation that I can't back up in scripture, but just love is love. And so it's like, you know what? Let's just hold space for people. I ain't gotta agree with you.
1: There was a guy that um, was telling his testimony, and he had uh, same-sex relationships as well, mm-hmm. and he used these this phrase that I I absolutely adore it. I think it's beautiful. Because it's just, it paints the picture perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's like, I wasn't born this way. I wasn't born into this. I was wounded into it.
0: Mm. That's, oh, that's more honest than most people would ever give him credit for. Because most people keep on giving you more paragraphs. And the truth is, yeah, I was wounded into this. <sighs> Man, that's 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 refreshingly honest. Wow, we need more of that yeah man so so that's my that's my hope and my prayer for the dwellers and for people in general, right like obviously we believe without a shadow of a doubt that a relationship with Jesus and being empowered by the Holy Spirit is the way. God intended us to live our life. Um, but there are some people against all of our uh, compellings and admonitions. Uh, they're not going to receive Jesus. And that pains me and it breaks my heart. I believe everybody has an opportunity to, to be in a relationship with Jesus and everybody doesn't want to be, but good Lord, if you're not gonna come to Jesus, would you please just be honest with yourself? I I have a hard time, you know, respecting atheists because that just you have to you have to presuppose yourself to have all knowledge to come up with the conclusion that there's not a God, higher being, whatever force, whatever you want to say, he's God. Um, and if God respects the decision, I have to respect it as well, but I don't want them to live their life pissed and mad and bitter and brooding and looking at the whole world with cynicism. I can't, people are toxic, man. I'm a gamer. I play video games. I've never seen so much toxicity, bro. Because your little avatar got shot in the face. (laughs) (laughs) People are like breaking up their houses and like cussing. I usually have my mic on mute um, because I play late at night and so I can't be in a full conversation. And they'll just be cussing me out. And like, you stupid faggot. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you died before I did. (laughs) Like, what? I don't understand what the problem is. So, dude, we gotta, we, we, we gotta, basement will be a space where people can trust us with their vulnerability. Even if it's something that makes us wildly uncomfortable or we wildly disagree with you, there's gotta be a safe space for people to say what the heck they gotta say, man. Without feeling like I knew I knew you only love me if I said it the way you wanted me to say it. That part. That's what I'm finding out right now. Yeah. There's some people that don't like me no more just because of the way I say what I say. Mm. What I say sitting down is completely different than what I say sitting up.
1: Yeah. And that ain't gonna change. That ain't going nowhere. The narrative that I fear is someone who's coming out of sin and coming out of like their old world and they start to be vulnerable and they start to reveal that self. Mm -hmm. And then they're met with that just religious judgment. Yeah. And then they go, I was more loved back there than I was here. Happens. And then they just go right back. Yeah. That's not going to happen in the basement.
0: No, nah, no, nah, yeah, no, we don't, uh-uh, uh-uh. That, yeah, there's nothing else. To, that statement needs no chaser. That is not going to happen in the basement. No, that's,
2: that's, that's good. Yeah. We got anything else to talk about? That was a uh, solid hour on, off of anger. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Just anger. Are you serious? That was a solid hour off of the one topic of talking about anger. Well, listen, it
0: hap- th- 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 this, is, this is what happens when you have time for nuance. This would never happen in a sermon. If I taught a message on anger, I wouldn't be able to get into all these nuances, right? I could only hit the major points. I, I love sermons. Please, I still preach them sometimes. Um, uh, uh, I had to say sometimes because uh, there's a reason why, in, you know, on my website I put podcaster, influencer, author. I think I put preacher or speaker or whatever I put there. I put it last for a reason because uh, this is what I do. This is the space I'm supposed to occupy. These are the conversations we're supposed to have with as many people that as want to have them. Now, some other people might do what I'm doing better than me or in a style that's better suited to somebody else's personality or disposition. I don't care. Just have the conversations. I don't care. Listen, it could be me. I don't even know who else does it. So I'm trying to like. And I'm talking about specifically vulnerability. I'm not talking about other people that have podcasts that do some great stuff and talk about Jesus and stuff. But
1: there's a dude named Michael Rosenbaum who does it, and uh, he does it with celebrities. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's beautiful to see people get vulnerable and actually yeah. talk about like mental health like that. Yeah, so.
0: absolutely. Yeah, man. We we just want to be a resource for people, and, and we're on a journey, right? This is this is why the content keeps coming. This is why no matter what I do we ramp up content to make sure we cover why we are on a journey with people and their lives. And the more we get to give them this philosophy, if they get it on a consistent basis, they can start applying it on a consistent basis. We're not doing little one-offs and, Hey, we're not shooting any more pods for like the next three months, but we love you. No, we, we, this is, this is our life right now. We, We are content creators and this is the content we put out and, for as many people that wanted, this is where it would be.
2: The Oscars happened and nobody got slapped. Praise Jesus. <laughs> Praise
0: God. Holy cow. Thank you, Lord, that nobody got slapped at the Oscars. Thank you that we didn't have any more black-on-black violence. Thank you, Lord, that Chris Rock came out with his Netflix special last week. Or whenever it came out. I don't know if it was last week or whenever it came out. Oh, that was such a good.
2: Oh, did y'all see it? I haven't watched it. I'm on it, buddy. Amazing, and uh, Marlon Marlon Wayne's just made a special called "God Loves Me," and it's his whole take on the entire thing on it, and it's uh, he really dives deep into how back in the day Chris Rock would heckle him and about all, about being a comedian. Yeah. So he says he took a break off of comedy for 20 years. Wow. Because of it, so he he was correlating between the slap of how. The slap doesn't define who Will Smith is, yep. but it was also like an, an honor to Chris Rock because it made him, he's saying it made him a better comedian. Wow. So yeah, two specials came out at the same time kind of all around that one scenario.
0: I'm still working. I, I still have to go to therapy for Will slap. I do. Because you even making that statement made something come up in me that lets me know this ain't completely out of me yet. I want... What you said is true. The, the, the slap doesn't define will
2: and I'm still not over it. What, what did you, what did you feel when, when you initially saw it and read about all of it? Um, when, when will slapped Chris,
0: I, I'm an empath so I can put myself anywhere. I can put myself in Will's body. I can put myself in Chris's body. But just watching it real time, I just felt like, I felt like a flash of every place I had been slapped. Not physically, but situationally. And I could not clap back. Because we wouldn't be sitting here right now. I wouldn't have the influence I have right now if I clapped back at everybody that slapped me. Racially. Uh, emotionally. Spiritually. Physically. I haven't been in that many altercations. Um, Financially. I, there have been situations that have felt like the biggest slap. And I couldn't, if I did clap back, it would have been justified. But it would have cost me my reputation. It would have cost me my position. It would have cost my family. It would have cost so many people. So you have to take it. You have to take it and you can't clap back. And you're watching that person basically devalue you, diminish you, disrespect you and you got to go be careful, be mindful of where you are right now. Be mindful of where you are right now. This is already an embarrassing situation. Don't make it worse. Then I'm like, why is it on me not to make it worse?
1: Right. Right.
0: They started it. Let me finish it. Why do I have to be the bigger person? Why do I have to be the most? Th- this person has way more influence than I do. This person should have been telling, teaching me, how to do this, this, and this. Why am I having to teach them, dude? So, 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 so it just, it flared, it flared up a lot in me. It flared up a lot in me, and I just, I just, um, I couldn't stop talking about it with Juliet, and I wound up having to go see my therapist, my, like my EMDR therapist. Like, this thing is in my neural system. It woke some stuff up, and I'm buzzy, and 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 so she had to walk me through it and she, she had to get into some really like nuanced places. She was like, so do you feel like you wish you were will and that you could get away with it? And I, and, and my response to that was I had to pause for a moment. I'm like, do I wish I was Will and I could slap somebody and not get away with it? And here's my response. I never want to live in a world where I can make an action that reckless And not be held accountable for it. That's another thing that I hated in the moment. Is that he was not held accountable for it. For the LAPD to see a man be physically assaulted. And ask that man who was assaulted. Do you want us to press charges? You don't need my permission. You saw battery. You saw him hit me. Why would you need my permission to arrest him? But he's will. Mm -hmm. And it was a a room filled with the the majority of that room was white people. So a black man hit another black man, and we were okay with it. If he would have hit a black woman, he would have been out of there. Lifetime ban from the Oscars, not 10 years. If he would have hit a white man, he would have been out of there. If he would have hit a white woman, he would have been out of there. If he would have hit a Hispanic man, he would have been out of there. If he would have hit a Hispanic woman, an Asian man, an Asian woman, anybody. But we are so comfortable with, with a black man hitting another black man that it's just, ooh. Well, I think they're both okay. Let's just keep moving on. So I felt like Will experienced white privilege that night, and it made me want to vomit. So as you can tell, it's still not out of me yet. I know it doesn't define him. That slap doesn't define him. God loves him. I love him. I just ain't over it. I'm not over it. I'm not over it. And therefore, you know, the last six and a half minutes of Chris's set, totally being dedicated to addressing that, I just... It it brought me to the verge of tears. Like, it literally... Because I did stand-up comedy, and so I know the art. And I saw Chris... He, Chris came out here in 2022 Working on, out all the stuff That he did on the Netflix special So he did I clocked it I think he did An hour and 47 minutes Which is only the masters can do that And then, and then To see what he took out and what he tweaked And all that kind of stuff I'm a nerd so I, I saw it From that whole perspective but it was genius For him to keep it we all know We all wanted to, to hear what, what his thoughts Were and the fact that he Let it be the last thing he talked about Like this is the last thing you're going to hear from me and to hear his mindset walking through it. Uh, cause I, and, and the other thing is, I'm a small guy. Right? Like, like, ain't too many fights I'm going to be in where somebody's going to be around my, my stature. Some big dudes out here, right? This is why I got guns. You know what I mean? I'll put some, I'll unload, you know, two packs of D batteries into a tube sock. That's some prison stuff right there. And you put that in a thick tube sock? You got yourself a weapon. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 like when you're when you're the the smaller frame guy, and the big guy decides that's my target, but everybody else in the world has called you <laughs> a b. You know what I mean? for for letting some for letting your son's friend bone your wife, and that doesn't Raise a a righteous indignation for you to go after. Listen, hold on, y'all stay right there, because these scriptures are just volunteering, and especially since I'm in Proverbs for the whole year, anyway. And I just read this, where is it? And I literally put this in red in my Bible because. It's like blood. I wanted to put it in like a, 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 a something that signified blood uh, Yeah, here it is right here. Um, uh, th- this is talking about like like don't, you know, stay away from a promiscuous woman. But then it says, "This can a man scoop a flame into his lap and not have his clothes catch on fire? Can he walk on hot coals and not blister his feet? So it is with the man who sleeps with another man's wife. He who embraces her will not go unpunished. The man who commits adultery and is an utter fool, for he destroys himself. He will be wounded and disgraced. His shame will never be erased. For the je- for the woman's jealous husband." will be furious and he will show no mercy when he takes revenge. He will accept no compensation nor be satisfied with the payoff of any size. How this man bone your wife? and You ain't got nothing to say, but you're going to sit down and have an interview with your wife. But you're going to slap Chris for saying she, for, for alluding to her hair. He didn't say, Jada, you bald headed skeezer. What you doing out here without a wig? He didn't do that. Oh, I see, Jada's here. Duh, 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 duh. Hey, GI Jane's coming out. Can't wait to see the movie. Alopecia is my... You don't understand. So he gonna slip. So that triggered it. <sighs> I love the dude, man. Dang it, I love him. Love him, man. I ain't throwing away his albums. I'm not canceling them. But again, we've been talking about holding tension today. Two things can be true. I love Will Smith and I'm and that thing triggered me. I'm mad at him. I think it's wildly effed up that he did it. And it's a year later, how come you don't move on? Well, listen, man. Give me my time and my space. But I just don't I just don't think um I I just don't think we we don't know how to hold tension. One thing got to be true, or the other thing got to be true. We don't we don't really give people permission to hold two things at the same time. Well, I'm I'm still holding it. Love will he's amazing. If I see him today, I'm gonna give him a big old hug, and I'm gonna tell him, "Hey, dog,
2: you triggered me. I look up to you. You triggered me." So, what are your some of your thoughts now that now that you've seen the special and you've watched? Chris kind of moved for the last year. What are your thoughts on the way he went about it and not pressing the charges, not reacting immediately on the stage when it happened and then coming out with the special? Yeah, so the special's out now, so if people
0: haven't seen it, um, spoiler alert. Um, You know, Chris Chris said what my parents uh, said. Chris said of his parents, what his parents told him is what my parents Mm -hmm. told me. We do not fight in front of white people. <laughs> do not give these jokes an excuse. Don't give them a reason to justify any stereotypes. So this is why you won't hear me ever call listen, um you know, uh Ben Carson and and uh, uh Man, there's only like one black dude. Can only think of white one black dude that's Republican. It's got to be more than one black dude that's a Republican. I don't know. I can't think of it. Um, but you, well, Okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. This is why I brought up Ben. <laughs> the Lord has to help me sometimes. Why did I even bring up Ben Carson? The Reason why I brought up Ben Carson is because black people will call him an Uncle Tom because he's a Republican because he uh, had a relationship with Trump and and you know wanted to run for president or something like that, and and we split between you know all these divisions right black white male female you know uh alabama l s u like all of, it's just foolishness right but but the but the um uh republican democratic thing uh if you're a republican and you're and you're black uh there's so many people in the black community that will call you an uncle tom call you a house nigger and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, I could never look at another black man. I don't care how much I disagreed with him. And call him a coon. <sighs> Holy cow. Right? That's crazy. Uncle Tom, a house nigga. Um, y'all will never get me to stop saying nigga for the people that come from my community. Like D. Is my nigga. Like this nigga right here. That's my nigga right there for life. I love that dude. That's my dude. Now, that is that is the hood in me. And the good in me. And uh, there have been debates for everlasting uh, <laughs> decades now. As to should that n-word be used. And blah, blah, blah. And who should use it. And who shouldn't use it. And all that kind of stuff. It belongs to us. We have we have exclusivity rights on that word. And if you ever want to know how passionate we are about it, just use it out of context and you'll see. OK. And so um, uh, but. You can't. Uh, one black person don't speak for all black people. Right. And, and so I can hold my my thoughts, values, opinions and ideas and not make it the next man's and then vice versa. If you go talk to that person, don't think that that black person speaks for me. Come ask me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so I feel like I feel like we just have to do a better job of helping people understand context. Like what is the context to this? Well for 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 Chris, it was You think I'm about to throw my mic at the back of Will Smith's head? in front of a room full of white people and make your, and, and, and for the racists that are in the room, look at those niggers, how unscrupulous the Oscars. God, you can't bring black people anywhere. We tried to let them host. We tried, but we can't trust them. They'll slap each other on the stage and then cuss each other out before we can go to commercial. Chris called him an M before we could get to break. Chris had a lot of restraint in that moment because he had some home training. I mean, heck, even in school you had, if the fight was gonna happen, it was gonna have to happen when? After school. If there was gonna be one, meet me in the parking lot at three, fam. It ain't happening during third period. We still in school, man. The Oscars is on right now. If it's that bad, I see you, fool. You know what I'm saying? When we go to break. (laughs) During the break, Chris Rock was slapped. He was walking off stage. Will grabbed him by the nape of his neck. Stop talking about my wife. If that was going to happen, don't let everybody see it. So I, I respected Chris even more when he gave that context. Yeah, my, my parents told me not to fight in front of white people. You're damn right. <laughs> what do you think about this other black preacher that's going through? I ain't telling you right now. <laughs> no, nah, you're not going to have us out here divided. Like, Listen, there's already too many black people divided. I'm, I, you're not going to get me mad at, at nobody. I, might, I may not agree with you, but you ain't going to get me to, to talk about you on the mic, man. If I got a problem with you, I'm going I'm to call you myself. We just dealt with that. I'm, was, not, I'm not going to bring it up. We're not going to bring up who it, who it is, right? We ain't going to go that far. But if I got a problem with you, I will call you myself. I will give you my number. I will DM you my number and be like, call me, man. But what I'm not about to do is set, set up in front of this camera and start name dropping who I don't like. For what? Why would I even want my audience to know that I don't like... If I don't like them, why would I want them to know? <sighs> this is
2: good. Where my water at? <laughs> Let me drink my water. Yeah, this isn't a uh click-baity YouTube channel where we screenshot their face. <laughs> and a really bad photo of them, too. Blurry, Minecraft-looking. <laughs> and then it's you... <laughs> with your face all confused looking at him <laughs> bro minecrafty
0: got me so weak i am weak fam
2: dude and i want to applaud you because you are so oh my gosh you are so integral i have seen there's been people who have been like tim just call him out bro like let's make a video about it let's talk about it And you're like no but here is my number yeah here's and we my can number. talk about it yeah we can it. talk
0: about it yeah i don't i don't um i, I don't want to be a um I'm not a hater. Mm-hmm. I, may dis- I may dislike something about... I. You can only hate from far away. It's hard to hate up close. It really is. Because the closer somebody gets, the more context you get to them. Right. Now you still might not like them after you meet them up close, right? Like, man, that dude's kind of arrogant or this dude is kind of prideful or, or this dude is really feeling himself or this dude, Smells like weed all the time. I can't be around it. I get a contact high just by being around the guy, right? But but you can't hate him, though, yeah. right? Upon further investigation, you sit down with a person, at least get the context of where they're coming from. Oh, I know why he's like that. Yeah. I got to talk to that dude. I know why he's like that. I, I He ain't invited to the family cookout. You know what I mean? Yeah, he can't come over for dinner. And... I understand why he is the way he is. You know what I mean? With all that and get an understanding. But you can only hate from far away. You 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 have to thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You cooking today. You have to be hateful and dismissive to write somebody off. Like you don't even want contests. I can't stand that fool. Well, what about him? Do, don't you like, I just can't stand him. Well, what did he do like to you? You you heard him talk. Are you curious about what he said? Or are you just offended by what he said, right? Like th- that's the thing. It's like, man, you gotta give, you gotta give people time to, to say something. I see a lot of reckless stuff on social media and I I just don't, I'm like, that was dumb. And I don't have context to it. Is there more that came with that? That was just 90 seconds. What else he say? You know what I mean? Hey, can you, people be sending me clips in the DMs. Uh, uh, can you comment to this? I'm like, I can't. I can't. I, I would have to get a little more. I would have to hear a larger sample size of what this person is saying before I felt comfortable addressing that situation. And nine and a half and four quarters. Y'all doing, you doing fractions, right, Noah? Yeah. One third and three fifths and five eighths and all that kind of stuff. Give me an example, baby. Oh, God, I asked the wrong question. (laughs) So, if you have one fifth plus three eighths, right? Right. And you want to figure out how your dog got on the table. Technically, the three eighths is your corgi. And your corgi turns into a chihuahua Because the one eighths is smaller than the three eighths. No. All right, bro. Thank you. No, just, just, we're done. Oh, I, I, I shouldn't have asked. That's my 12 year old fam. That is my 12 year old. This is how he's doing fractions right now. He's just freestyling fractions. That's what he does. But yeah, like, like nine, nine and a half times out of 10. If I address something, I'm just going to address like what was said, not the sayer. Right? Like. I just want to talk about, because if this person holds this truth and thousands of others agree with it, then it's not just his, right? Um, I don't, thank you, Holy Spirit, not holds this truth. There's only one truth and it's a person, his name is Jesus. If this person holds this opinion or, or, or this paradigm of thought, he or she is not the only one that holds it if thousands agree. So why even bring this person up? He or she is just one of the people that hold this opinion. So why not just address the thought as opposed to highlighting the thinker? Well, it ain't good for ratings. It's better if I bring up this particular person is having this thought. That's it's not what that's not what we do here. There's other places that that it's good it's good to be for it to be done there. That's not what we do here. So yeah. So those are those, those are my thoughts, man. Those are my thoughts. I think Chris Chris did a good job. Uh, his set was, Ju- Juliet and I watched it together. There was a lot of stuff um, that we didn't laugh at. It was just really crass. But the whole vibe was like nightclub vibe. It wasn't like glitzy. That wasn't the vibe. The vibe was Chris Rock at a nightclub. That was the vibe, and that's that's the vibe he gave us. And so, um, yeah, man. And um, you know what? And you could also tell. In, in that in that set that um, uh, he regrets uh, cheating on his wife and the consequences of that is that um, he doesn't have true connection um, doesn't have real affection um he's he's a u- uber uh, rich known celebrity but you I could hear his heart crying for deep intimate relationship and all he gets is skin on skin when he wants it I get however his arrangements are (laughs) you know what I mean but but I could hear his heart longing for like I would love to have that again but I'm so scarred from what happened in my marriage that Let me just see if Doja Cat is available.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, bro. Well, dude, uh, I do want to celebrate you. You took an entire month off mm-hmm. cozily. Mm-hmm. And the basement grew. Woo! The whole basement, every platform that we're on yep. grew while wow. you were resting and spending time with your family. Yay. And, dude, I mean, you are a living example wow. of... Just do what God asks you to do. Yep. And that's when it's successful. Wow. Yeah. So right now we're just, it's its almost like we just get to celebrate how many people are being reached. Yeah, that's dope. So, bro, like, congratulations. You took a whole vacation off. Uh, we had all these episodes lined up and you were able to come back in East. For sure. Absolutely. And, and I think we're at 208,000 dwellers on YouTube right now.
0: Let's go. No, that's dope, bro. No, I, I really appreciate it. we We are... You know, our our company and Upset the World LLC and our cadence is, is that we walk, we don't run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, I don't have two amazing producers who are burnt out because they're doing 17 hour days churning out content.
2: Yeah, no, we're doing 23, man. And uh, that's like, <laughs> you're such a dork. <laughs> You're such a dork. Julie stays up till 5 in the morning. We love you. Thank you for commenting. We hired this Indian kid in India off of Fiverr and he makes all the thumbnails. I mean, we are we're a machine, bro. Oh man, Fiverr got me. Oh my god. It's the 2 Rs that on
0: Fiverr that get me. Lord have mercy. You're right. We don't do 17. We do 20 holy cow bro that would never fly fam (laughs) oh man No, genuinely
2: we um we are all rested this is probably the healthiest team i have ever been a part of i know sam can attest to that i know julie can attest to that and uh we have to thank our leader so thank you for being an example yes and we love
0: you bro i love you too man this is this is so easy for us to do it's just so dope well man dude that's all i got Man, I just feel good about this. This this was money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, man, I'm telling you, hey, if y'all getting this game for free 99, fam. I'm telling you. Listen, whatever agent stage you're at, I, I hope this is a blessing to you. But I'm telling you, especially my people, late teens, early 20s, that's starting to take in this content. You're going to be better off than me, Sam and Hector combined like you really are like you're gonna you're gonna be a different person you're gonna be a different person you're gonna be way ahead of us because this is this is knowledge we're we're gaining at our age and stage but if you get it way younger than us and you can put that into other people oh the next generation gonna be they gonna be nice Mm -hmm. they gonna be nice so um anyway I love you guys I hope y'all enjoyed the pod um and until next time peace